This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The, we've talked about it before. Sextortion, right? We, and it, it continues to just, it, it's a huge problem. And more and more and more young people continue to fall victim to ruthless predators online. You might remember this summer, um, probably... Uh, the most high-profile case that we've heard of, certainly in our country, a Dutch man sentenced to 13 years in jail for victimizing uh, BC teenager Amanda Todd. In that case, Amanda was extorted to the point she saw no way out and she ended up taking her own life in 2012. Um, that tragic case, just one of many, though. Many, many, many of these cases happen every day. Global News in Calgary recently spent some time uh, focused on this issue, and you'll be able to see it this weekend uh, in the new reality featuring Global Calgary anchor Dallas Flexhog. Uh, she worked with producer Krisha Collier on this feature, and Krisha joins us now. Uh, Krisha, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. It's such a big problem. Let's just define exactly what it is that we're talking about here. Sextortion, we hear it. What exactly does it mean? Well, sextortion is is like a form of online blackmail where criminals deceive children and teens through various digital platforms to obtain explicit images. Victims are then extorted for money and more material. And basically it starts, you know, uh, they run into people online and it usually is pictures, right? They, they send them a picture. Now they've got the picture and it's like, well, do this, do this, do this. And, and it just goes from there because now they've got these pictures and they threaten to basically ruin their lives. Yeah, 100%. And it basically, it's not just pictures, it's also videos. I mean, oftentimes, uh, predators will, you know, reach out to them on social media and then have them go to private chats, ask, you know, engage, ask for a private video or pictures, and then immediately turn around for money. Um, and boys are being particularly targeted for this type of crime, especially ages between 14 and 17, usually because, you know, experts say it's because uh, boys are a little bit more likely to engage um in sexual uh, discussions quicker, uh, especially when they believe the person is sexually interested in them. So it's boys primarily that are being targeted right now, but like the vast majority, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, you know, uh, we spoke with uh, an expert from CyberTip.ca, who's Canada's tash, national tip line, and they were saying that ninety percent of the calls that are coming into their into their tip line is from boys. Ninety percent. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like like I said, you spend time with the police units that are focused on this and trying to fight this, and I imagine it's a huge battle. Uh, how do they do it? What are they, what are they working on? Well, we spent some time with the Southern Alberta Internet Child Exploitation Unit, um, ICE for short. Um, and essentially, this particular unit, they have a forensic mobile uh, lab. It's, it's an unassuming truck that they take on scene with them. And not all ICE units have this type of technology. So they're able to go on site when they do a search warrant um, and bring the evidence out to their out to this truck and, and crack it over open and essentially put the pieces of the puzzle together quicker. Um, it's, it's, it's an invaluable tool to fight this crime. Is it overwhelming though? I imagine it is. If you're a police officer, I mean, you could probably deal with a million cases a day and still not catch up. Oh, it's, you know, as one police officer told us, it's like shoveling water. They're yeah, inundated. Yeah. Like you're never going to arrest 
their way out of this problem. And I think education is a really big tool that they're trying to have the public understand is like have conversations with your children, have conversations, um, you know, with other parents. You know, we spoke to one who whose child was extorted and she really wanted to tell the story because she's worried that other parents could fall victim just like her own child. Yeah, and that's just terrifying. Is it for any parent? That's a terrifying thought. You know, we mentioned that it's overwhelmingly boys uh, right now that are reporting this, but that doesn't mean girls are immune, right? They're targeted too. Yeah, absolutely. And usually, the the predators in this case are uh, are people who are sexually interested in them, so they are more targeted for more content. They're blackmailed for more content. And it's the same procedure, right? You start with the content and then it just extends from there. And, and before you yeah. know it, you feel trapped, right? So like you say, I think the most important thing is talk to your kids. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And also just keep an eye on their behavior. If they notice anything, you know, one of the, the police said to us, you know, if you're starting to see a little bit of changes, maybe ha- reach out, have that conversation. And also make sure, you know, especially if your kid is young um one of the victims we spoke to is was nine years old oh my goodness. Uh, her, we spoke to his mom and she was nine years old so you know just make sure that who they're talking to and what kind of parental controls are on these particular devices yeah great great story uh, i look forward to seeing it this weekend thanks so much Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.